0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt, I'm Mandy, and this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And Mandy, hold on just one second. I recently heard that people like to understand who they're talking to before we get started. Uh, That way they know why we're talking to them and who we are and stuff. So here's the story. Mandy and I went to school together. We went to both middle school and high school together together. We, uh, we know a lot about movies. Uh, I decided to have a podcast about movies because I really love movies. And the first person I thought of was Mandy. Uh, when we talk to each other, a lot of times we just talk in movie quotes. So <laughs> uh, we are both stand-up comedians uh, who got a bit stalled by the pandemic thing. We're both t- uh, starting back up again, trying to get back out and do stand-up comedy. And uh, in the meantime, throughout this whole mess, we've had this podcast. So that's the story of how we got here uh and uh now uh let's talk about uh some movies how about it mandy what are we talking about today
1: yeah absolutely uh today we were talking about the mel gibson vehicle uh maverick 1994.
0: maverick 1994. this one i'm telling you we'll we'll talk about it later but i watched this one a lot oh but,
1: i'm so sad i know no. we're gonna argue on this i'm so glad we have a guest
0: <laughs> oh yeah here we go uh, and of course yeah like just like mandy said uh well we first of all we want to make sure that everyone else has an opportunity to watch this movie so you can catch up with us and you know what the hell we're talking about while we're talking about it. So we're going to give you just a few seconds to pause the podcast, go find it streaming, watch it, and then come back and join us for the conversation. It's currently streaming on Stars right now, I believe. Uh, or, you know, you can pay for it, rent it, buy it, go dig through the VHS tapes and see if your mom's got a copy. Uh, just like mine did because she was a big. No <laughs> fan. I thought
1: you were going to say because she's a bitch. Like
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh no, she's a big movie <laughs> fan. Uh she's so a
2: big uh anti-semite <laughs> yeah, <Totally>. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no. but
0: now to be fair, she didn't know. But anyhow, we'll get that <laughs> that too in a minute. Um but yeah, so go find the movie, watch it, and then come back and join us for the conversation. And you're back. Okay, we've all seen the film now. We can all talk about the stuff, and of course, speaking of talking about stuff, Mandy, you and I we don't like to talk about these movies alone uh because we will just fight about stuff. So we need to bring in a third party, someone to take sides. We are very excited to have returning guest, very funny comedian from Grand Rapids. Please welcome Mr. Justin Chup is with us, everybody.
2: Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. This was so fun last time. (laughs) Yeah, it was so
1: fun. I remember it was great. And thank you for coming back.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah. very good. Yeah, this is we're coming off of our uh, little hiatus we had for the holiday Mm -hmm. season there. It was sort of unplanned, but very welcomed. I was glad to have the extra time to do things with family and stuff. But we are uh, coming back into this thing uh, strong. You know, we're going to. We're back at it. We're starting to get some episodes banked just in case things go haywire. So this is very exciting for us. And uh so Justin, how uh, how have things been since we saw you last? Uh what's what's going on with you?
2: Uh pretty good, man. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on here in Grand Rapids. Uh some sad news. I mean, we all we've we've heard about the the closing of Dr. Grin's um really just a historic Yep. um yes you know a venue here in grand rapids has been here for i mean i don't know how long i know it's been decades and so yes uh, it, it's been around long enough that people where i'm from way up in the sticks i mean they they <laughs> know that that's where you go for comedy in west michigan and so um rest in peace dr grins hopefully they come back we yep. have Opened our own comedy club in Grand Rapids. and um, That's right, because
0: the jokes can't die there, right? Things got to (laughs) keep moving, right? The show must go on. So
2: where
0: where can people go for comedy now?
2: So it's Grand Rapids Comedy Club. Uh, The name right now, is it it might change, but we're really just trying to let people know when they see us, oh, there is a comedy club in Grand Rapids, so they'll just see it as Grand Rapids Comedy Club for now. Um, It's located in the Creston neighborhood, which is about a mile from downtown um and there's one one of my favorite things about it which uh is might sound kind of strange but as comics and all these we know um there's so much parking there's so (laughs) much
1: parking. yes absolutely Uh, i think that not just comics like just people in general love to hear that there's so much parking like yes Like you are, you're not, you're like, you're catering to the masses when they hear there's, especially people that don't drive like down. Well, okay. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I have been a stay at home mom since COVID. And then I, uh, this school year I went to work, but I had to drive downtown at night to pick up a friend that had, had too much to drink. So I was the designated driver. And I went to pick them up and I'm like, oh my God, like I have not driven downtown in so long. Like this is intimidating. Like so many people. So, and and it was winter and I I was just like, this is crazy. Mm. And I'm so glad they had, and they did not have parking. Actually, I had to park illegally. And then they were like, where are you? I'm like, I'm right here. I'm like, I'm, I'm literally right by the building. They're like, can you hear me? So then I had to open my car door and like stand outside and scream their name like a crazy person as they like stumbled towards me, like, thank yeah. you for saving me. What you a know terrible,
0: what a terrible Uber situation that is. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. So this is um this is a mile from so it's like close to downtown. The parking is great, the upstairs, the room is beautiful. Uh we're, we're gonna have to probably make some adjustments for the summertime because it's like it's like trl like if you go in there it's like uh you can Windows. see this <laughs> yeah. just glass all the way around which is great for the winter time especially when it's just like shitty outside and there's snow coming down like it yeah. creates a beautiful beautiful aesthetic um they do like but, other stuff in the room like wedding in the
1: summer that. you're basically like a rotisserie chicken
2: yeah yep so <laughs> we're gonna get some blackout <laughs> curtains for 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 that but um uh, basically, yeah, it's been a great room. Creston Brewery. Uh, above that, they have the Golden Age Room where they they have wedding receptions, recitals, blah blah blah. Um, and they've been super professional. The best the best venue we've ever worked with already, and we've and only had one show. If you so, have,
0: uh, if you're familiar at all, if you're listening in and you're familiar at all with Laugh Fest, you'll know that Creston Brewery has become one of the venues for Laugh Fest. So you might be familiar with it from that. Yep. Uh, which is good news because I've both performed there and watched shows there, and it was great back when it was mm-hmm. a laugh fest venue. So I'm sure it's only uh, it's only gotten better since then. So that's yeah. exciting. Uh, all right, so uh, Justin, uh, we always ask yep. everybody who we have on the podcast, how long had it been since you watched the the movie Maverick before we forced you to watch it for the podcast?
2: This was the first time I've watched the um, Maverick. Okay. All right, I
1: figured
2: <laughs> you're pretty
1: face. young. I was like, yeah, this, there's no way he's seen this movie before. Yeah. Nice. All right, and Mandy, how about you? Uh, maybe two years. I watch it a lot. It's one of my go-to's. Very cool. I
0: now this movie I have not seen in a very long time. But I did watch it often when I was a kid. Like I said, it was one of my mom's go-to movies. I think
1: I saw it in the theater. I remember okay. seeing it at least once, possibly two or three times. I th- I actually think I saw it at least twice, maybe yeah. three times. Yeah, so
0: this was another one that was taped off of uh, Cinemax or HBO or something. Mm-hmm. When we had one of those brief times we had premium channels for cable, uh, <laughs> it was funny because we would we'd do that for like a month or so. We'd like we'd upgrade to like a premium channel set for like a, a month or two and just tape as many movies as we could. Like just like vhs tape yeah of <laughs> our own movies it was like a weird rental netflix service before it was a thing so uh nice. we and then of course we would trade them amongst family members and be like which ones did you guys get you know sort of thing so yeah. this was in that rotation so we watched this movie quite a bit back then but it's been hell it's been 20 years i bet since i've uh seen this yeah. movie. Uh forgot a lot of the stuff that happened in it, forgot a lot of the cameos that were in it. So
1: I'm <laughs> Oh my to- God, so much. I can't yeah. wait to tell you guys about the cameos. To to those
0: and stuff like that. But before we get started with that, we do have an activity that we do with all of our guests. And that activity has a little bit of a theme song and the theme song provided by Mr. Bob Fredericks. Also, if you're familiar with comedy in the Kalamazoo area, Bob Fredericks provided us with this theme song.
3: Chop this, chop this synopsis.
0: All right, it is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis. This is where we take the film Maverick, and we condense it down to ten words or less. So, if you want to describe the whole damn movie, ten words or less, we've all been given that task. Does anybody want to volunteer to go first?
1: I will. Mine's super
0: lame. Okay, I've got a couple of them, so I'll. Okay, I'll be right, I'll be right behind you. Go ahead.
1: Do you want to? Do you want to do one, and then no, I'll do sure, one, and sure. then uh, okay,
0: I'll do my. Uh, okay, so this one is a uh, Hollywood Western with weird accents, bad poker, and Mel Gibson is my.
1: <laughs> oh, <Aww, the>, so <laughs> negative. <laughs> Um, mine is Old West poker player finds adventure, sex, and magic.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. I- I'd watch that. It's like a Tolkien <laughs> uh, fable. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Justin, did you come up with anything?
2: Yeah, uh, I got one. It's uh, Mel Gibson stars as less palatable than his racist rants.
0: <laughs> sure. There you go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. my, final sorry. Thing, uh, my final one was double, triple crossed. So many crosses. It must star Mel Gibson.
4: <laughs>
1: oh my God! Amazing. And and I do have to say, like, I, part of me was like, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking like, okay, like, you know, we usually have like, oh, he's so hot. Like, Mel Gibson is super hot in this, and I have to admit, like, as he grew, uh, as like his notoriety for being anti-Semitic and all of his horribleness, got
4: less he attractive. became horribly
1: ugly. Yes. Hey And so, and then part of me was like, okay, so how I'm going to defend this is to be like, oh, this is before (laughs) that was him. And then I thought, no, this was always him. Right. This was just before we knew it was him. (laughs) This was before someone recorded
2: (laughs) recorded him. Mel Gibson just started dabbling in (laughs) anti-Semitism in his (laughs) fifties.
1: Yeah. All right. So it does suck because he, yeah. I do feel like he is an incredible actor. Mm-hmm. I, I love, this talented. is actually, I do, my, Matt, have we done a Mel Gibson movie up until now?
0: I don't think we have. And there's a ton. No, and, and there's
1: a ton. And there are so many after watching this that I'm like, oh my gosh, we should do this one, this one, this one. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I want to give him. Yeah. A platform because That's he's a, such a Mel
2: Gibson fucker. marathon in February guys. but
1: <laughs> having said that really so many 90s actors like um yep. like you know we've done a we've done a lot of um uh, uh Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and he I mean his whole religion is completely fucked and like he is crazy and so I'm like, okay, we have, there is some kind of way Radio, that we have give a to fuck.
0: Those side ties are coming straight for her. <laughs> I
1: guess like, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> oh,
0: Speaking of uh, religion, uh, we just heard before we got started, uh, we heard the, the openings of a tiny story from uh, our guest here that we had not heard before. Uh, apparently, <laughs> yes. Oh apparently my gosh. There's a story of exile. Uh, there's a story of uh, the life after exile. So let's, uh, Let's delve into that if you can. I know yeah, so a, how I know. this
1: came about is as soon as like we were able to see each other, I commented on Justin's beard. I was like, dude, that beard is like, it's like a person in and of itself. And then he made an Amish comment and then we have we have to find out. We have to,
0: but I also, I enjoy that this is like those, the old timey talk shows where they sit down at the desk and go, so I hear you have a story about being Amish or, you know what I mean? Like this is just such a fun yeah. thing but anyhow it came about organically i promise but let's hear the story man what's 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 the story
2: so my great grandpa was an amish carpenter in um uh uh, indiana and he so looking back through my family tree they would bounce back and forth between mennonite and amish quite a bit right and so Uh, he moved up to Michigan and he, hold on just
0: one second. Mennonite is like Amish with cars, right? Is that?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Go ahead. Continue. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, converted to Mennonite, my grandpa and somehow like half of the kids, like his brothers, I don't know what happened. My grandpa won't ever even talk. Like I didn't even know for sure that my family was Amish until I was maybe like 16 years old. And um, my grandpa won't even talk about it, but like uh, half the family just was like, "Mm, not doing that anymore. And my grandpa was like, he was an atheist. Um, But it's the stories go back. I I, I couldn't. So we were like, we were cut out of our family tree. We couldn't like look at, I I had no access to anything, which just so happened to be this guy in Pittsburgh with my last name uh, in like the 50s. And, like sent letters out to everybody in the family and made like his own family tree and archived it all oh, wow. dug all the way back to the beginning. And there's a story about my great grandpa, my great, 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 whatever grandpa, Eli. Uh, of course was, his
1: name is Eli. <laughs> oh my God. Please tell yep. me his last name was like Miller or Yoder.
2: Yeah, it was either Chupp or Miller, the Millers it's Millers and Chups <laughs> all the way through my okay. family. Of course. And, uh, uh, so Eli he lived in, my family settled in the 1860s in Allegheny County, which is Pittsburgh, if you don't know. Okay. Um, and so they, he moved to Ohio with his family and he started, they built like a a log house. They built a house out of like the woods, basically. Okay. Uh, they, they, they they couldn't have a door. Like they didn't have, I don't know. They didn't know how to do a door, which is weird. Um, <laughs>
0: Well, but, don't Amish people not use buttons too? So maybe it's a thing. Maybe they just like, oh yeah,
2: maybe no, the buttons, door no doors. Yeah. Dude, this, right?
1: <laughs> is so when they hang time. like a blanket, they just like they have did a blanket. Have to
2: make it. Now this is was wild though. Is that so? Eli would be sleeping in his uh, in his cabin, and whenever they had raw meat out back then in the 1800s, there were wolves in Ohio. So like the wolves would have to get up. He'd have to get up in the middle of the night and crack whips at wolves. To get them away from the blanket door.
1: Okay, and, this yeah, is they the don't diet understand. that I need. I have to fight <laughs> wolves to like for my food in order to keep my weight where it needs to be. Yes, yeah. I'm just and, saying. I,
2: personally, I think this is where all my anxiety comes from in life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that just like back in the day, grandpa had to fight wolves, and like <laughs> I'm just laying like, bed, and nothing's a really a big deal. But like,
1: I bet you're not like, a picky eater, are I you? I bet you'll eat anything yeah <laughs> do you are you a picky eater am i a picky eater yeah oh uh,
2: yeah 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 very picky. Oh, oh
1: see yeah i would have thought you would have been like a non-picky eater like my grandpa used to have to fight wolves for food so i
4: will eat anything
0: <laughs> but yeah clearly it was before the wolves got the memo that the the door, <laughs> the door uh the door carpet was uh or the door blanket was the <laughs> thing yeah. Um, All right, so let's talk about this movie for a little bit. Yes. Uh, Do you want me
1: to do a rundown of the people? Please do. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so this is obviously set in the Wild West, and Mel Gibson plays Brett Maverick. Jodie Foster plays Annabelle Bransford. James Garner plays Marshall Zane Cooper, who also played Maverick in the series back in like the fifties and sixties. uh, Graham Greene plays Joseph, who yeah, this also.
0: movie is yes, full sir. of a bunch of like meta oh, jokes. Oh my God. Like the whole. Like, so many. Yeah. The the James Garner coming back to reprise his sort of role in Maverick. And then. The, yes. The, yeah.
1: We'll get. To and it. then, oh, that's OK. Alfred yes. Molina plays Angel. You'd also known him, would know him as Doc Ock. Uh, James yeah. Coburn plays uh, Commodore Duvall. Um, let's see, uh, Dennis Fimble played the stuttering, um, guy at the table. Max Perlick plays John, Johnny Harden.
4: Yep. Uh, That's I'm going better. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, this is a weird, it's like the whole list is weird. Um, let's see here. Uh, Paul Brinegar plays the stage driver. <laughs> like, and then if there's just so many cameos. Right, yeah. I almost feel like I should list them. Can I list them now? Yeah. If you want to okay
0: i was just gonna so, say because of the uh the fact that this was like loops around we yeah, haven't played you know. a clip
1: yet he well can go just ahead and... because
0: uh james garner played maverick and he's back in this movie and then mm-hmm. mel gibson was in all the lethal weapon movies with danny glover who yes. shows up in this movie as well <laughs> uh yeah so there's a ton of other like weird little cameos and stuff yes um, why don't Williams- we do
1: we can do clips first clips before I do cameos. Do that. that way.
0: All right. Let's meet some folks. Here is Alfred Molina as uh, Angel. Here.
1: Almost got hung myself once.
3: Didn't care for it much.
0: I really remembered this being more ominous of a speech you? than it was. I was like, I was not impressed by his acting here.
3: We're gonna leave you now. <laughs> I wouldn't want anybody to see me here.
0: <laughs> he just seems kind of, of like a. Uh, that
3: I was
1: somehow connected with your.
0: He's too afraid to follow through. You know. I,
1: don't know. I mean, that's just normal villain talk. Why are you explaining all of this and just do it? The man can do
4: terrible
1: things. <laughs> it's like in Austin Powers when they just, uh, we're just going to leave him here. Oh, but don't you want to see him die? No, we're we'll go going back to, to my leave room. Scotty. I've got we're my going gun. To leave. <laughs> yeah. No, Scotty. We're going to leave him and assume that he's going to die. This is just the way that it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I okay, so I do have to say, I think that the the characters and the acting, I think it was done that way on purpose. It was supposed to be lighthearted. It wasn't supposed to be serious. It was supposed to be very yeah,
0: like a you know western western yes. vibe. Yeah. Do you
1: think they did good at that though?
4: Do you think I do
1: is- I do I actually think this movie holds up Matt had before I got a chance to watch it matt texted and he's like I'm watching this I don't think it holds up and it's, I'm like
0: oh crap damn. it probably Whoa. doesn't like it's just but, it's such a slow burn before it gets to like the double triple cross thing that I'm yeah. like all right we and I you could kind of see it coming from a long way away you're like all right yeah. clearly this is gonna be what happens and here's the little back double crossing thing and there were some they did throw us a couple of loops which i wasn't expecting after rewatching it from 20 years later um but i mean a lot of it was very much like let's get to the fucking poker game let's get to the whole backstabbing and double crossing thing and i don't know there was a lot of this it also has that thing that i hate about a lot of movies where it does a the weird voiceover. voiceover for no reason. <laughs> like who's that for or is he telling us the story because then i
4: like it and then yeah. it
0: catches up with itself halfway so it starts- I
4: love that!
1: Oh my gosh, it's like one of my favorite things when you start a movie halfway through and then you're like, how did they get there? Like, it Let's find out. Up,
0: it didn't catch up with the beginning until about an hour and 17 minutes into this two-hour-long movie. True. And then I'm like, alright, so now we got 45 minutes to wrap up what comes after we saw at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> And I'm like, this is where it's good. Like, this is where it should have started. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, Uh, Let's
1: ask Justin. Justin, like, how did you feel about that? Were you happy with the voiceover? Were you not happy that it started halfway through? What do you think?
2: I got to be honest with you, man. I was like, it was kind of a chore. Yeah. To even follow the movie. Like it was, (sighs) there was just so little going on that I felt like I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to this, I'm going to that. And it was and it was um the the attempts to be funny seemed to like land just like they just seem so flat,
4: yeah oh, you know
1: I-, I so disagree, I think this movie is hilarious. I laughed my ass off even watching it just now, like after seeing it, I laughed so hard. Yeah. I think it's okay me- though. I it's okay that you think it was flat. Like were there were there any parts in specific that you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so terrible? Um I most of it. I I did love the
4: <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry. did love the
2: there were certain things about it that I liked, but not as like a fan of of movie. It was just like, oh the the Native Americans are coming with their drums. And it's like, did, fuck, what? They have drums? I thought that was the British. Are these guys, you know what I mean? Sure.
1: Just yeah. like stuff like that. And I'm like, were they, even, were they even trying here? You know? Yeah, but wasn't that the best when like the Native Americans were like making fun of the white people yeah. and they're just like, yeah, like this is what yeah. we, you expect us to be. Like yeah, I thought that movie, was amazing.
0: The whole movie is filled with lies and it's so hard to follow what's really happening and like who's really I on board with so everything. I so disagree with, right.
1: okay, I do agree that the movie is full of lies. Yeah. But I, I think there is so, there are so many like funny little things like, yeah. like how, how graceless, um, Annabelle is and how he like flips her into the window, cracks me up when he, when she's like, oh, and he goes to like, take her out of the thing and he grabs her parasol and then just walks away. Yeah. And like, like there were just so many little, and when he's falling off the cliff and he's like, it's yeah. like, get back. And then he's like, help, help. Please. Yeah, that was, that was- oh my gosh i i was doing dishes at that point my husband had never seen this movie and he was watching it and i was just cracking up listening And i looked over and i was so pissed because he wasn't laughing and i'm like Uh what are you talking about like this is so fucking funny right now i have the
0: luxury of being able to provide clips along with my funny parts so i do have a couple of funny parts that stood out for me and let's take a listen here real quick
3: Uh man I'm the driver,
0: this is the old uh stagecoach driver who right. sold so yes, that why does everybody ask me that? Why
3: does everybody ask oh, me hey, that? Fella, get me up there so we can get this thing going,
0: Uh, who of course uh proceeds to die upon the uh the stagecoach, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> uh, which I'm um, so then, there. are Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I've just got one more. Uh,
2: oh, go ahead. No, no, you're good.
1: <laughs> no, you're the guest. You talk. We can talk. For I was just time. gonna say. It, actually, this will be
2: better for after the clips. So go
0: okay. ahead. The, my other part was the the insults that he was making to uh, the group of guys yeah! when he was describing who was holding them at gunpoint. Anna Mullen, like, yeah. Ugly Annie and yeah. And
3: who holds mm-hmm. your out is Marshall Zane Cooper. You've probably heard of him. I know what you're thinking. He's old and decrepit. He gums his food and his women, but he can still shoot straight. It's after more day, funny it for us
0: now knowing that that's his dad born, at the so end of the movie right? when we find out.
3: Hell, when she was a kid, she was so ugly her parents had to tie a pork chop around the neck so the dog. <laughs> when she's making love, she has to pretend she's somebody else. I
0: feel like I'm at an open mic. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. It's like a rope <laughs> paddle. Mark, All right.
1: Well, you have to remember, too, this is 1994, and the whole pork chop thing was fairly new. Like,
2: oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Not
1: a lot of people had heard of it. And, like, uh-huh. that whole thing was super funny.
2: That, yeah. that turned like a yo mama joke when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah. oh, that-
1: um, okay uh, you know <laughs> yeah like when you watch white men can't jump and you learn like oh okay i've heard all these mom jokes yeah. but this is still super funny sorry my diet coke is repeating on me <laughs> um so okay so the guy that plays uh so john wesley harden Hawden, when he's like my name when he is at the poker table and he's like what's your name he's like johnny he's like what's your last name he's like Harden. So that is an actual gunfighter, like a real gunfighter from back in, and and he was known in 19 or 1895, which this was based in um, 1875. Oh, but 1895 is when he got shot, but I'm guessing he probably didn't live for an additional 20 years. Gunfighters probably didn't live a long time. So,
4: um,
1: but anyways, he was known to have shot and killed 40 men. Ah, uh, before being shot in the back of the head, which seems pretty shitty because obviously sure. that's not a gunfighter type situation. Right. Um. Okay. So we we're going to talk about cameos.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, please. There's um. So
1: okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, Steve Can, the dealer in the poker tournament, who plays Mel Gibson's, um, who also played Mel Gibson's, uh, captain in Lethal Weapon. Um, he was, when he stood up from the table, the chair stuck to his ass. Yeah, I, I don't know that. if, and yes. And Mel Gibson has the hardest time not laughing, which made me laugh so hard because they obviously have a history. And when he stands up and he's like, oh, good job. And then his, the chair sticks to his ass. Anyways, <laughs> they still kept that in there. There's house.
0: one more other, there's another part that's like a glaring, like weird issue in the background of the movie. And I never catch these. I never pay enough attention to what's going on in the background to be like, well, that was clearly a mistake. That during the stagecoach scene when Mel Gibson is under the stagecoach and they're filming him from above, there's absolute clear tire tracks, like like Goodyear oh, tire tracks in the, the sand underneath him. <laughs> and I'm like, What the hell? Like why they couldn't cover any of that up at all? But like right? the, the tracking vehicle that's like pulling the whole rig or whatever yeah. has, has driven across this part, you know, before <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, look at that! I never catch these, so that was fun for me.
1: <laughs> okay, so Carlene Carter, who plays the waitress on the riverboat, ha- okay, so these are mo these are all country music singers. So yeah. if you're not a country music person, you might not get any of this. But Hal Ketchum plays a bank robber. Vince Gill um plays a spectator at the poker game clint black obviously he played the the gambler that got caught cheating he also was um the writer in song like the singer of like the song that was based yeah in we'll the run,
0: show got a copy of that too here let's play uh this okay looks uh clint black song this is a good run of bad yes yeah,
1: yeah sweet face gambler is what is. it is
2: that one all right well that's good old 90s
0: oh i know dude i was so in for it they had there was some tracy (laughs) lawrence music in this going on too i was oh yeah i'm a huge fan look
1: be a lady i'm gonna find okay so then uh waylon jennings and kathy matea were the two people that had the guns on the uh which yep on the riverboat which was super fun Reba mcintyre was an extra in the opening uh poker scene of the movie Corey feldman was one of the bake robbers um
0: I never placed him. I didn't find Corey Feldman in the movie.
1: Well, originally Feldman uh, was auditioned to play Johnny Harden. And then okay. he, Mel Gibson vetoed that. And then he allowed him to be the bank robber instead. Okay. So we got all that. Sure. Um,
0: I also want yeah. to, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Lewis who plays Eugene, the, the bank manager um, uh-huh. when he goes to get his money back from, from Eugene there in the back and they, yeah, he pretends it's a uh, hold up. And then the other guy comes. Then Danny Glover comes in and actually holds up. To yes, him. Uh, that guy is the father of Juliette Lewis. Uh, yes, just, it's so weird to like to realize that her like she's an established actress, but like, her dad was like and he's been in like 200 movies. He's been in so many. Yes. movies. you'd have to see him to probably know him by name uh, if you don't know who Jeffrey Lewis is. But yeah, it's just weird that he was in this movie and he's got um, ties to other uh, movies that we've done.
2: Through, uh, through is uh is it you guys do more? You know you watch a lot of movies. Obviously, is it a good sign when there's this many cameos in a movie, <laughs> especially if they're
1: like dialed into one demographic? Like, well, there's even more because that was just the country music cameos. There were also TV western cameos. Uh, Denver Pyle was from Life of the Legends of Iron Herb from 1955. William Smith from Laredo 1965. Doug McClure and James Drury. From the Virginian, 1962. Henry Henry Darrow uh, from the High Chaparral um, was 1967. And Robert Fuller from Wagon Train, 1957. So there were still like a ton of...
0: That's just like someone doing favors, right? Like it's someone who's like, we're making a Western. We're going to get all these old ass Western actors together. Give them one last hurrah here. Let them be some background. Maybe. Which is great. I think it's a cool thing to do for a lot of these guys.
2: And it's like, we've got to get get these country folks to watch this movie because it's a country folk movie. You know, so the more of this, you say, oh, well, that's a Reba McIntyre. You know, Um, it's going to get them. It's going to get them rooting and tooting. For sure. Yeah, I
0: guess we'll find out when we talk about the budgets, how if, if it did its job. But um, yeah. I did also want to point out to uh, Lauren Shuler Donner is in this movie. She plays yes. the lady at the end who gives them their towel. asks them if they need more towels or hot water at the very end. Yes, uh, And yep. that is the wife of uh, Jeffrey
1: Donner, who is the director. No, the Well, yeah, but
0: he did uh, Donner did uh, like Goonies and
1: he did Lethal a Weapon, shitload. too, which makes it so even funnier because yeah. Danny, Danny Glover is in this as well. Richard Donner was his, yeah, yeah. Richard
0: Donner. Yep. And then uh, Lauren Donner is uh, was the producer on like a shitload of the X-Men movies. She's like has a huge uh, career of producing films as well. So it was just funny to see her in like a bit part at the end of a movie and uh, to think that she's like a very important uh, producer now in Hollywood. All right, yeah, yeah. all right. Let's play another clip here. We'll uh, this is just let's hear from. Uh, well, we'll do the voiceover, the opening monologue voiceover thing here.
3: <laughs> it had just been a shitty week for me from the beginning. It had all started when I was heading into Crystal River to pick up some money from the bank. probably, I should have known there was bad. See, now
0: I don't know who he's trying to talk to here. Like, who's this for the benefit of? I had
3: to replace it with something.
1: All of us.
0: But then he (laughs) stops talking to us halfway through the movie. (laughs) Never. (laughs) He never finishes the story. But anyhow. All right. So there's that. Um, All right. uh, Justin, do you have any standout performances? Anybody who was like extra good or better than you thought they might be?
2: i think jodie foster did well you know what yeah. i mean um i i do think she did well in the movie i just i actually felt bad for her um i just because it was like it was like a good actress acting well in a just it but she seemed out of place okay you know what i mean i can see that's that. how it felt for me
0: i can I'm see well, that yeah her, her accent was a little staged like a little uh
1: well he even talks about it like yeah. it's fake, you Very know. So
0: She's broke. not
2: even yeah. from the South. <laughs> they had to write that in halfway through. Fuck, you can't do it, dude. All right,
1: we got to talk <laughs> about this. <laughs>
0: sure. Um Mandy, how about you? Any stand-up?
1: Uh, oh yeah, 100%. Alfred Molina, the guy that played Angel, the mm-hmm. the Spaniard. I think that he did a good job of almost being like cartoonish, like a cartoon bad guy. Yeah. You know, like he He has his moments where he's like, super terrifying and then, like, just, like, stuttering, like, oh, no, I was just, my friend, I'm just playing. Like, I thought he did a good job. I really do. I I think that he um, stole, I think he stole the show. Like, the fact that they wanted the, at the end, they wanted the Commodore to be the bad guy. I mean, even though I do think that he did a good job, they talked, too, about... uh, James Coburn played the Commodore and yep. how bad his arthritis was. And, oh my God, I could not stop looking at that man's hands Yeah,
4: he did when he would heartache hold
1: heartache his heartache. cards or when he would hold the gun or whatever, like the knuckles on his hands were so gnarly, but it almost like fed into the story of it being the old West. You know, you just sure. assume that they were all like in pain. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I do think that him, yeah, I think that, uh, the guy that played Angel did a great job.
0: Alright, I've got a what clip of I've got a clip of Annabelle here. I'll go ahead and play that for
3: My name is Annabelle Bradley. Everyone listening here. What do they call you? I'm Brett Maverick, ma'am, and I'm pleased to meet you. I like the game the way it is. Well now I bring all sorts of pluses to the table. I hardly ever bluff and I never, ever cheat.
0: There's a little well, angel for it. you too.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Neither do I. I like the game just the way it is.
0: What a dick that guy. All right. Uh, (laughs) For me, I don't know. I thought uh, James uh, Garner did great. I thought the old, old Maverick did fun and it must've been a trip for him to come back and be part of the franchise still. You know what I mean? Like from doing it on TV for so long and then come back and do it. Yes.
1: Oh my God. His comic relief when he is supposed to be like, he, he's a a man of the law, but he's like, there's something wrong with the wheel over here. I gotta keep checking. I gotta check this. Like, I don't know why you guys didn't find this stuff like totally hilarious. Maybe sure. I'm just like super like
2: softy it and mean, find
0: though. weird stuff it. funny. I did find that stuff to be funny, but it was just too far and few in between. I think it was. Yeah, it
2: was, and, just... and I felt like I felt like it was a lot of setups with no punchlines. Right. That's okay. What I...
1: I just saw another mouse. I don't know if it was the same mouse. <laughs> it, it's very possible. It just ran behind my husband's snowboard bag. <laughs> Okay, I'm in my basement. This is so jacked. My cat is sitting literally like um, an inch from my lap, and I <laughs> cannot deal with this right now. Like, well,
0: right. well, you deal with.
4: I'm that. sorry. I'm gonna okay. Play,
0: I'll play another clip there just since we were talking about Danny Glover, <sighs> and this is what uh, that sounded like.
4: Oh, things couldn't be worse, Brett.
3: Brett, look, I know I owe you a thousand dollars. Well, that's what I came for. Would you take uh, a <laughs> hundred? Now look, I have never washed up in my life. Just give it to the end of the year. The end of the year. <laughs> Eugene, I need that money right now. Oh, for the for the championship, the poker championship. Oh, I guess Danny orders. Glover doesn't come in for a while. That's okay. This is all great. I'm three thousand short, but I figure with Joseph and you and
1: Yeah,
0: this Bo gives Port people Charles a little Lee bit of an idea of the story. He's trying to get into a twenty-five thousand dollar poker tournament to body. win a half million dollars.
1: What? They never found his body.
3: The widow pork chop got me. What is it with people nowadays, anyhow? I know what you mean. You just can't trust them. Here, take me last hundred. No, I can't. Bet. Take your last hey, hundred. Hey, what about no, and no, no. the kid? This guy. More lies. Bank
1: robbery? I'm oh, Robert. I told you yeah, that. Yeah, no. but hold up. You heard the man. Bank robbery. There Who he is. There?
0: <laughs> that was it. Apparently, we listened to all of this just for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great, though.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: All right. Um, oh. So $25,000 back in um, 1875 would be considered eight hundred and thirty three thousand
0: dollars today Yikers! That yeah too many dollars
1: so who in the fuck uh, has that kind of money i guarantee it's not like petty thieves and poker right. players
0: yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of these people had investors or something i don't know
1: yeah oh and and too okay so obviously this is not this western is not like correct in that there were there were african-american players there were asian players i'm pretty sure all the asian people back in 1875 were busy building the railroads like there's no way that they would have let them play in this game or to have an african-american person playing like that's i don't care there's no period where
0: you have to start struggling with that like historical accuracy versus like representation in film and stuff and i'm I'm sure This is where that stuff was sort of coming to a head,
1: which in a way, good for them because it's a 1994 film. I mean, how many nineties movies have we watched where they just completely kept minorities out completely? Yeah,
0: right for sure. And that all has to do obviously with the producers and the director of the film and stuff too. So I think that's pretty cool on them, but all right, we are are to the end of the first half of this conversation, folks. That means we're going to pause. We're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back and we will be right back after these messages.
3: Hey everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister.
2: I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every
3: Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks.
0: and we're back all right thank you guys so much for uh doing whatever those ads said it was likely just Stu McAllister from the elemental podcast make sure you go support him because he supports us he'll tell you to listen to me i better tell you to listen to him he's only got six listeners guys be part of the six member mafia go listen to the elemental podcast right now stop what you're well don't stop this yet listen to this first and then stop what you're doing and go listen to the elemental podcast all right that is all done thank you guys welcome back how was the break everybody good yeah Yeah. perfect you get your uh, mouse situation figured out
1: uh no i did tell my husband though although i am the one that sets the traps i do occasionally make him empty them though nice but he he's afraid to set them because you know you have to be dainty when you set it down (laughs)
0: you got to be very deliberate and yeah
1: yeah Uh, yeah and then my daughter let me know that she heard me say the f word through the stairs she (laughs) Said that she hears everything and that she was going to alert the FBI that mm-hmm. I said go. the F word. So.
0: All right. Normally when we come back from the break, I always touch on our Facebook question of the day. But because I partly forgot the Facebook question of the day and also sort of posted a weird-ish question, yes. um, <laughs> I will just base it off of that. So uh, if you are familiar with the film Maverick, you'll notice that at some point in the movie, Mel Gibson has to pretend to be a Native uh, American. He pretends to be an Indian with the whole getup and the face paint and the weird headdress and everything else. And it immediately brought to mind uh, visions of uh, the QAnon shaman that we're all familiar with from the January 6th uh, insurrection and riots uh, (laughs) on the Capitol. Uh, So I had posted a photo of them side by side and said, who wore it better? Uh, (laughs) They look pretty similar, to be honest with you. Uh, and we did get a few responses and it ser- uh, turns out uh, everyone seems to think the QAnon shaman uh, wore it best. So
2: definitely guys, you bye, Mel. You got to separate the art from the artists, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Were,
0: <laughs> you were ahead of your time apparently, but yeah.
4: You, uh, you I,
1: okay. So one of the questions I did want to ask Justin, Justin, did you anticipate the fact that um, Coop was Mel Gibson's dad? Was that like a shock to you? Like, Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Okay.
2: I didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's always with these movies like this that I'm like, God, I wonder what I thought the first time, you know what I mean? Yes. Like I wonder how blown away I would have been, uh, the first time I watched the movie. Um, yeah. So unfortunately we had that sort of preset in our heads that this was going to be the case, but it does yeah. for some of the comedy, like. The idea that he's like watching his son get the shit beat out of him and he's just like, man, he'll figure it out or whatever. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. and I think half of that was they don't want to tip their hat that like this is happening, right? Like, he doesn't yes. want Annabelle to realize that they are in on this together because essentially they were in on it the whole time. Um, but also, I think it's just fun for him to let his kid flounder and see what happens, which I think is.
1: I I think that's funny. I also think it's funny that he in front of him constantly is saying, oh, my old Pappy used to say, and it's all like random shit. I
4: like it. I like it.
0: All right. Uh, So back from the, uh, back from the break, we are going to jump straight into some games. Uh, We just talked about uh, Mr. Stu McAllister. We might as well play the theme song he provided for us. And it goes like this
1: box office
0: theme song <laughs> short and sweet it's time to play the box office game
1: mandy take it away all right justin what do you think the budget was for this movie back in
0: 1994 um you, pay I, you that, know what you gotta pay that uh vince gill and kathy matea money too
2: you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't i'm not good with these because i forget what budgets are but i i'll just say Back then, how were people getting paid? Back then, is it like fifty million, maybe?
0: Okay. Okay. I will tell you. I was going to stick with like a thirty million budget. I was going to say it's somewhere around that area. Or you would
1: maybe. have been so wrong. Way low. Yeah, seventy-five million. Oh shit! They're throwing with the amount the of. I mean, with the amount of people, plus I feel like the like just the extras and and to a lot of this movie, you have to appreciate. Thinking back in 1994, how, like, okay, so this is where I'm going with this. I don't like Westerns at all. I like Young Guns because I like hot guys. Okay.
0: It's not a Western.
1: No. But this movie drew me into a Western more so because it spent a lot of time setting up like the like they had people lighting the lights uh, you know around town they had like they had so many extras it felt real like i i mean as a kid i remember thinking like okay like this must be what like people looked like back then which really they would have been like disgusting chlamydia ridden right you i i find
0: myself wondering why everybody was wearing like a a, a coat and shirt and everything like you'd think that there'd just be gross ass people walking around with like burlap <laughs> sacks that's what i assume <laughs> they just like hey, had they ate all their potatoes and then they gave the sack to the kid and then that's just the clothing the kid had until it was like 18. like i mean can, most likely you build, you build whatever you want out of this potato bag and then every you know whatever else you've got you you find out if you place. were lucky
1: right yeah <laughs> And too, it just like, they all wore, I mean, and that must be how it was. I, it, like, I feel like people wore clothes that covered so much of their bodies yeah. during, you know, in the wild west, They just gotta but also to
0: the stink is what it was. It was just, yeah.
1: Yeah. You got <laughs> yes. to put on another layer and then right, another yeah. layer. Yeah. You're not walking around in a tank top
0: because people can tell you're coming. You got to cover that tank. <laughs>
1: Yep. so when the thieves stole the wedding dress and the guy put the wedding dress on all I could think of was like watching documentaries about how many cowboys were gay and how much gay sex there was Yeah. back in the day between cowboys and like and then I saw this guy wearing a wedding dress and I was like dude I'm pretty sure like you just had a wedding night like they're not talking about it in this movie but I bet it happened you right. know
0: <laughs> but if Mel had anything to say about it, I'm sure it's that too.
2: Is that okay. a thing? There were like there were a lot of gay cowboys and shit?
1: Very much. Like there was so I mean they were very close. They were segregated. There weren't they weren't around a lot of other people. It was just, it was something that, you know, when they broke back mountain had a historical, you know. So they were like
2: Roman gay. They were no, like yeah. okay
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Roman gay though, I feel like they that was a choice, whereas this was almost out of lot of options,
0: so these guys, yeah, are like prison gay, like,
1: I mean, in a way, yes, they spent, but they also fell in love with each other because they spent time on the range. There was no one else around, you know, Roman gay. They had women around. They just were like, yeah. "Hey, let's castrate this little boy and then do him the butt because we can do that." So all right, yeah. anyway. <laughs> Didn't know we were going to end up here. Thanks for uh, <laughs> I know. Sorry, I got dark. Thanks for okay, we have, we have more of this game.
2: Them, dude, you're teaching me all kinds of shit.
1: Well, ca- that was only if they wanted their voices to say hi when they sang. So. Oh,
2: okay. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Justin, how much do you think that this movie has made roughly, like up until today, worldwide gross? For this movie i do have to say i think this was only released in the us and canada
2: okay um 400 million okay okay
0: matt i just don't think this was a banger i think in fact this might have just broke i'm gonna say this just broke even so what was it like 70 something 76
1: 75 is what it cost
0: i will say 75 is what it made
1: 183 million dollars okay all right which made me wonder and in the end when they talk about like it's gonna be so fun to get that money back yeah i was like oh the i wish Maverick they would have made a sequel to this movie okay. yeah for sure
0: the remaster. then they had
1: then they had haters like you fuckers, and they probably were like <laughs> no we're not gonna do that <laughs> i
0: said i know that this movie i know that this held a spot in my cycle of movies for a long time so i don't think i hated this movie back then i just think it's through a lens of like Yeah. What exactly was I watching this for? You know what I mean. Like, uh, there's a lot of movies that I only remember the good parts in because I literally only watched the good parts. So, yeah, (laughs) this might have been one of those that I was like, let's go halfway through and start from there. Um, and we'll see. I
2: hated it. I just. (laughs) (laughs) I hated it. I I thought I love your honesty. I thought the movie really wanted to be a Coen Brothers type movie and it just couldn't. Yep. and that's kind of how I felt
0: it was yeah it's a toss-up between whether it's going to take itself serious enough to be considered yes. like a Western and a serious movie or silly enough to be considered like a campy comedy yeah and it didn't ride that line super well there were parts that were very campy and very silly and it was just it was off balance with what it was trying to pull off in the other uh, other half I think but
1: I don't know yeah. you know we're not we're I think not, I do think that you have to look at it through the lens of a 1994 and okay. like that's what we yeah. think too like when we do things in this in this podcast like does it hold up right. I truly think it does because I yeah. still enjoy it but I never stopped watching it you know yeah. what I mean like yeah it was it was on a constant loop like every couple of years also, so like them. I still
0: these KOs had to be mind-blowing too for people watching this for the first time they're like oh my god that's fucking waylon jennings like what
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah dude or
0: or clint black has like a speaking role in a fucking movie for no reason like
2: a big one he gets thrown off the boat
0: i know right like but he was in a couple others too i think but but still like this had to be the first one for him i would think yeah, but yeah
2: and, and i'll give i'll give it this uh like if if you had someone go back and watch like any of the scary movies for example oh no um, those are all still great <laughs> Exactly, but but you have the context, right? No, you not. have yeah. You have the context of the movie, and so I could see like maybe back in '94 as a spoofy western when everybody's grandpa was watching fucking westerns all the time. You know what I mean? That yeah. maybe this movie would be like some fun, silly play off it. Um, and I'm sure and so any movie that, that, that down, does something too. like that is going to struggle to hold up, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. yeah. but you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean yeah, it did ha- it tried to appeal to both sides of it, I think. It tried to appeal to the people who were coming on board with this like, oh, "I love westerns. This is the first probably modern western that they'd seen in 1994 in a while." And then mm-hmm. uh trying to keep it like a current and and real life movie as opposed to uh like a shitty pulp western uh TV, yeah. TV show or whatever, but you know, <laughs> I think it, it it served its purpose. It did what it needed to do at the time. I don't know. All right, let's move on to the next game, guys. Yes. We've got some more games coming up. Let's do this one right here.
1: Let's play Guess the Age.
0: All right, it is time for Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away.
1: All right. So Justin, how old do you think that uh let's see? We'll start with James Colburn, who played Commander or the Commodore, sorry, Duval. How old do you think he was back in nineteen ninety
2: four? Help me out with him again. He's the old, to... he, the old guy He's... Arthritic, with like hands.
1: arthritic hands, and he's the one that teamed up with Coop at the end. Like, yeah, and he
0: was running the, the tournament, like the the guy yeah. running the tournament on. Oh, the oh,
2: oh, oh, oh! Uh, Sixty-seven. Ooh. Okay.
0: Uh, Matt? like seventy-five. This guy was pushing it. He was up there.
1: <laughs> he was sixty-six. You're <laughs> so rude. <laughs> You have to remember that people age different in the eighties and then
2: <laughs> a lot of Winston's back then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, Justin, how old do you think Alfred Molina was who played Angel, also known as Doc Ock from the first Spider Man movie? Uh thirty-four.
0: Yeah. He's got like a round Oh, Mandy, we lost your audio. Uh oh. I think her headphones gave out, maybe.
1: No, they didn't. Hang okay. on. That was my boss was calling. I ignored her. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry.
0: I would, he's got like a, such a boyish, I, I did not like him as a villain because he just seemed so uh, unassuming and boyish to me. But I will say he was, I don't know, 32. And
1: how old did you say he was? Sorry, it cut out, Justin. 34. He was 53. What?
0: The guy who played Angel was fifty fucking three. No way. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, He <laughs> get to that boyish
2: face. I guess.
1: I guess. All right. Um, how old do you think? Uh, we haven't talked about him much. Maybe but he I was do castrated.
2: Love when, I'm sorry.
1: Right, and then his voice stayed high. <laughs> uh, Justin, how old do you think Graham Green, who played Joseph, the Native American, how old do you think he was? I love this guy, by the way. He's so great.
2: See this is hard this is hard um and this I don't even know this this is like uh, the kind of when I see a Native American people in movies i, I there's like this wisdom thing about them that makes me feel like I'm gonna add ten years. you know I mean,
4: what I mean
2: I <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm gonna go with forty,
0: okay.
1: Matt, what do you think?
0: I got to imagine he, again, I'm going to be, uh, lately I've been so far off on these, but I got to say he's at least 45.
1: 42. So oh, you guys, sure. it's kind of been in between the two of you. Sure, yeah. All right. James Garner, Justin, how old <laughs> do you think Marshall Zane Coop was back in
2: 1994? Uh, I know well, bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, 58. Okay, Matt. 65.
1: He was 66. Good job. Okay, I was like
0: there's no way he was any less than right. 65. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, Jodie Foster. Justin, how old do you think Jodie Foster was when she played Annabelle Bransford in 1994?
0: She was a 14-year-old
1: boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean she looks like a 14-year-old boy pretty much. All the time. Most most times, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 29. Okay, Matt? Okay. <laughs>
2: 35.
1: She was 32, okay. yeah. And then last but not least, Mel Gibson. How old do you think Mel Gibson was in 1994,
2: Justin? I don't know, like 60? He's been around forever, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> I can't tell if uh, anti-Semitism keeps you young or makes you prematurely <laughs> <born>. <laughs> Or
1: having all those kids, right? Sure.
2: Uh, I, I guess I'm going to go with like
0: 35 okay (laughs) he seemed quite leathery in this movie still he did like already so i'm gonna say he was like 42
1: he was 38 okay all right so yeah there and by the way this brought up so many mel gibson movies we haven't done like forever young conspiracy theory like, there are so many. So mm-hmm. we have to start doing those, even though we don't yeah, particularly right. like him but as a the, person. The
0: other people in the movies did a fine job. It's not their fault they were in a movie with Mel Gibson.
1: Well, yes. and not only that, but oh, Justin, I hear you. I've been coughing this whole time. time. Um, <laughs> but I, like, those movies still shaped my childhood. Yeah. He didn't become, like, a, a public Problem. douchebag yeah, until right. way later. So we still have to do those. Oh, um, yeah.
2: yeah i mean uh, we've all heard the remix to ignition
1: (laughs) right oh my gosh yes surviving r kelly i'm never
0: gonna stop singing i believe i can fly at a karaoke (laughs) bar i'll tell you that right now yeah
1: okay (laughs) we'll see how that goes all right so james garner when he drops the prop or when he drops the gun in front of everyone and he's like that was a total accident and they all like the whole crowd played it off like it was like fake but really and and they totally kept it in the movie which I thought was great because he's Uh like you know and then um, let's see oh okay so the cards that they were playing with um, they had no letters on them Uh, the cards back then only had the symbols of the pictures and part of me feels like I want a card I want a deck of cards that doesn't have numbers like I just want it to have like
0: you want to count the little dots the whole time
1: I mean, kind of like just for like nostalgia purposes. (laughs) All right, and out (laughs) there
0: is looking for last minute gift ideas.
1: And also, Mel Gibson um, had a lot of special lessons to draw his gun, which I feel like he did a good job. All of them, really, when they like had to draw their guns, I felt like they did a fairly good job of bringing him up quickly. You know, another
0: thing that, that made me think of too that I uh, could not get away from once I noticed it, the dealers in this movie, uh, the uh-huh. time they were playing cards and dealing, I was so like fixated on what they were doing. Uh, because the, the dealer kept showing the bottom card of the, like he was holding the deck and he kept showing the bottom card to everyone. And I'm like, you can't do that because what if, it, like what if they're waiting on that card and now they know it's on the bottom and then they're going to be like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to fold or whatever. Like, I was so pissed about like these are supposed to be like professional gamblers and um you got, you got to get a little a little more into this but no. i do
1: think that they had more to do with the camera angle <laughs> sure. the people that were sitting there didn't know but yeah i get you <laughs> yeah.
0: all right let's continue on with our next game how about it all right we've got let's see where are we are all right here we go this is our next one
4: Ooh, that
2: sound
0: a little longer of a theme song, but it's worth it. Ooh,
2: that sound. The sound that just played
0: you. All right, it is time for a game, I guess we're calling What's That Sound, even though that, I mean, The Sound Matt Just Played You doesn't work because I haven't played it yet. So, all right, it's going to be called What's That Sound, Uh and uh, we've got two today. So what I need from you, Justin, is you need to tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is playing. These might be a little tough. This was a hard one to do. It was a weird one. Um, But if you don't get it, Mandy gets a crack at it. And then if she doesn't get it, it goes out to the listeners. So let's take a listen to this one. Your first clip is going to sound like this. All right. What do you think is happening on screen during that?
2: That must have been one of the poker scenes where there was like some violence. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No.
1: Uh, play it again, close, close Matt. Enough. Can you play it again?
2: Yeah, sure. Here you go. Is that a dog?
0: Yeah, kind of. Yes. All right, Mandy. You want to take a swing at it? I mean, Justin was pretty close. Justin, super, do you have another? Do you like have a idea? more specific part? No. All right. It's Andy.
1: when he's on the Indian reservation and he's trying to ride the bike, isn't it? No, it's not.
0: No, this is actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you guys. Normally I would save it for the audience, but we'll just give it to you guys now. This is actually when uh, he gets taken outside after the first tournament with the gunfighter and they end up taking him outside to beat up each other. And he's already paid them off to just beat him up. Uh, but my the thing, I, the reason I pulled that clip is he gets that stick at the end, and then he Yeah, gets, at like, the very yeah! end.
4: And and yeah. like runs
0: at the crowd and starts swinging that stick around. And I thought that was the most absurd thing I've ever seen, so. I thought it was funny and I pulled the clip, but there you go. All right, so that one is that and this one uh, is going to be a similar sort of sound, but uh, less fighting involved. All right, here you go. All right, what do we got happening there? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, good. It's It's just a mess. Mandy, do you have a guess? is it when he's underneath the carriage it is when he's underneath the carriage okay nice job all right that was it just two of those that was easy painless no problem all right we've got one game left let's go ahead and uh, jump right into it here we go
4: first matt plays a backwards clip then he plays some forward clips then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same backwards forwards backwards forwards let's play let's play backwards forwards
0: all right, this game is called Backwards, Forwards, and I'm about to play you a forward phrase in reverse. I'm going to play the reversed phrase several times, and then I'm going to give you four options. And you need to tell me which one the option is, where it's the same phrase, but forward. You get it. You get it. All right, here it goes. First one's going to sound like this. I'm going to just play the backwards portion a bunch of times over and over again. Here you go. You go forward. You go
4: forward.
3: You go You go forward.
4: You me wrong, You go forward. You me wrong.
0: Right, that was just the backwards part over and over again now i'm going to play the backwards part again plus four options you tell me is it one two
4: three or four
3: the first ever annual all rivers raw poker play till we drop break of one hour
0: all right was it one two three or four i'll play them one more time is it one
3: the first ever annual two all rivers raw
1: poker three play till we drop or four break of
0: one hour what do you think two. two okay mandy what do you think
1: i'm gonna say one all right it
0: is in fact number two nice job nice are, justin. good job justin right next one we've got one more of these coming out at you they're just gonna play the backwards portion a bunch of times in a row here goes
3: he the tap. he am the largest he am the largest he the tap.
0: All right, that was just the backwards part. Now here we go with the whole thing.
3: Him the largest is it one? Thank you, Commodore Deval. Two. forfeit his entry fee. Three. Anyone breaking the rules? Or four. Faster draw than me. Him the largest time. Thank you, Commodore Deval. Forfeit his entry fee. Anyone breaking the rules? Faster draw than me.
0: What do you think? One, two, three, or four? It's four. Okay, Mandy, what do you think? I think it's two. Oh, my God. He's got a full sweep. It's number four.
1: Yay! Uh, Good job, Justin.
0: Very good. Very good. All right. And that brings us to the end of the games portion of the show. Uh, Now, at this point, Justin, we always ask everybody, is there anything that you hoped that we would have talked about that we have not yet about this movie?
4: Uh...
1: i
2: don't think so dude yeah, I, I, I think we covered all I, the
1: i'm so sorry you hated it but wait oh, what was okay. the what was the other movie we had you on
2: for uh weekend at bernie's and i love oh that. dude that oh
4: great.
1: yeah that's, that's a so good fun. one okay I so i almost don't feel bad that we like okay so we have like a 50 50 kind of thing going on okay sounds good <laughs> that's all right and,
2: and you know what i'm Okay, as long as you're okay with me shitting on a, a movie that you pick, yeah. I'll do it. I'm down for it. Oh, I don't give <laughs> a no, We
0: have done so <laughs> many movies that I was certain, I was certain we're gonna be good. I'm like, I saw this movie when I was like eleven and it was the greatest goddamn movie of all time. And then I watch it again <laughs> and I'm almost fucking forty and I'm like, what the shit was I think like where <laughs> was- dude
2: th- those suck because you've been telling your friends for oh, like yeah. twenty yes! years for good movies.
0: You yeah, got dude. Collection fucking action figures, and you got posters yeah. on the wall and shit. Yeah. And like,
2: this movie's
0: fucking hella good. And then you watch it again because it pops up on fucking Disney Plus or whatever, and you're like, "What was I do? Where was I in my yeah, life?" Yeah, for sure. It good, but yeah. So
4: I do
1: think that? that you almost have to like revert back to your like whatever year self. Like you yeah. can't watch it as an adult; it's not going to be the same. And although I do have to say that there are some movies that we've had that have. Like almost even more of an effect on you because you're an adult. Like mm-hmm. you, or or you'll see things from a different point of view. Like right, yeah,
0: like when it used to be like, oh, I was on the kids' side before, but yeah. now, the par- now the parents seem so much more reasonable on every. Yeah. Month.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. One hundred percent. Home alone. I'm like, well, I mean, the little bastard should have gotten the fucking <laughs> van. Like That's, not, <laughs> that's not, <laughs> You had one job, you idiot. Right. Fucking van. <laughs> I get it. Home Alone right.
2: 2, you're just like Home Alone 2 should just be called again. Seriously?
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: Like how how did we do this? Like it's your fault as much as it is ours. Like
1: It yeah. is surprising though how much how good it still is. Yeah. And yeah. But then I, as like a person that worked for the government for a long time, I'm like, yeah, your kid needs to be taken away. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: we have a uh, movie lover Stacy in the chat on Twitch saying that I'm almost afraid to watch movies from my childhood just uh uh, because I used to love them and, and have to keep those memories good like it's like they tell you you should never meet your, uh, mm. your idols or whatever like yeah because they're going to be assholes they're always going to be terrible people <laughs> oh
1: Stacy. You're, you're so positive you're like me you'll probably still love them right yeah yeah
0: alright so let's take a look here I just want to check and see if we have any more clips that I didn't get to play yet that I was like oh that's a fun one uh, we never really heard from James Garner as Zane Cooper so let's hear from him
3: remove your hands from the lady
2: Sometimes when you least expect it, your hero arrives.
0: That accent, man.
3: I just, I can't take it. Zane Cooper. Folks call me Coop. Mm. It suits me just fine. Coop. Well, this silly looking creature's name Maverick, and my name is Annabelle Bransford. I'm going to be taking
0: this coach. Oh, perfect. All right, cool. And I mean, that's pretty much it as far as clips are concerned. All right, now let's do some plugs, man. How about it? We got to the end. Oh, I do want to ask you, uh, we always ask everybody, it's more of a formality thing. Would you ever watch this movie again,
2: Justin? No. Good. All right. (laughs)
0: And Mandy, I'm guessing your answer is going to be probably.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: mine, uh, my answer to that question is no, not that I, like, I didn't hate watching this time around. I'm glad I rewatched it, um, but there is zero reason for me to ever watch it again. I, I will tell you that. So, uh, but yeah, if you have made it this far and still haven't seen it, I'm going to say go ahead and watch it. It's not a terrible movie. If you've never seen it, you, you at least will get a handle of uh, on what we're talking about, but all right. And with that being the case, we have all uh, determined that the movie is either worth or not worth watching again. It is now time for plugs. Justin, what do you got coming up? What do you got going on in the world? What do you want pointed, uh,
2: point people toward in real life? All right. So we have grand opening weekend. I'm not sure when you like this will be out the- Wednesday,
0: like Wednesday. on Wednesday. Uh, this will come out on the 12th. So two days from now.
2: So we have grand opening weekend at uh, the comedy club, which is this weekend. Eric Griffin is going to be there. He's been, uh, this is not happening workaholics uh, stuff, stuff like that. The next week we have Brett Ernst coming from New York. Uh, he's been on Cobra Kai. A lot of people have been binge watching that. Nice. Uh, yeah, and- I, ha- I have. I love yeah. it. He's, he's like a, a regular on there. Um, real funny dude. And then also for any other like comics because uh, i know a lot of us like you know podcasts we got com- comics listening we have a really big contest that is going to be starting in february um it's going to be a little different than the traditional contests in that uh the winner there's going to be two grand prizes at the end um it's a fifteen hundred dollar minimum plus jackpot so like each show it could it could climb of up to five thousand dollars and um, that's going to be an audience vote. And then there will be a judge vote that's sort of like people gather points as they go along throughout. And the winner of that at the end of the contest is going to get a feature weekend at the club, nice. uh, a feature at uh, back alley comedy club. They're going to get routed to New York uh, and they're going to be able to get a guest spot at New York comedy club with someone really cool, like Andrew Schultz or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, as well Amazing. and we're work- we're working on right now setting up a dinner with the uh, with management at New York Comedy Club so that you know when someone goes out to gets routed out to New York they'll get to sit down and eat dinner with the management at the club uh, so mm-hmm. if they have a good performance it could go well for them so yeah.
1: is oh, yeah. there what's the name of this competition
2: so we haven't necessarily settled on the name yet but i think it's going to okay. be it's going to be like the golden ticket comedy challenge or something like that because uh, okay. it's uh, the folks at Creston Brewery, the upstairs, the Golden Age room, The be- it's a beautiful room so I'm thinking like something Golden Ticket, something, mm-hmm. something but, Yeah, um, hell yeah we'll, By next week we'll start releasing all of the, you know, marketing and, and this and that. And, yeah, uh, we should have had
0: you on for Willy Wonka. That would have been so much better <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, we'll get there <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah, so uh um that's going to be a great showcasing and i think the way that for fans the way that it's set up is that like we're going to have a lot of good comics that want to participate um sure. you know what i mean of course there are going to be some new folks that get into it and and are working on working on their stuff but i think that you know a lot of people it, there's a really good uh prize winnings and the opportunity is there for someone to win both the judge and yeah. the cover, which could send you off with $5,000 plus yeah. all the other yeah, things. Dude. That's but, awesome.
0: It is nice to see that comedy has not died and that there's right? places to do some stuff out there that are fun. So yeah. awesome, keep it up out there. Uh, and then uh, where can people find you? Do you want any social media stuff? Any, anything like that?
2: Yeah. I'm uh Chup daddy on everything. C H U P P D A D D Y. Justin Chup on Facebook. You can find me on there. I don't, I'm not very good at it at Sorry. social media stuff but uh <laughs> if you just catch if you want to see me perform just catch me at Grand Rapids Comedy Club I'm going to be basically there all the time so right.
0: Very good, very good. All right. And then uh Mandy, do you have any plugs you want to throw out to anybody?
1: No, not right now.
0: All right, very cool. <laughs> Short and sweet, nice. Um for me, uh I would like for anybody who's listening to this who is interested in anything that I do outside of comedy and uh podcast Uh, i do art i'm a i I do some art stuff and i have a, a TikTok and an instagram for my art both of them are under matt harper art so go find those and follow those and do all the things you do uh for those to help those be uh as successful as you can be and then uh otherwise i would like for you to go find us on instagram for the podcast you can find us there at another episode podcast that's where we post each week we post the poster of the movie that we're covering And we remove the stars' faces, and we add our faces in their place. So it's always fun to take a look at that and find out what's coming up next. Uh, So I should get that one probably posted this evening, and you'll be able to take a look at it there. Uh, And otherwise, I always play a clip at the end of this nonsense to get people to, uh, or to get me to stop. you want
1: to tell them how to watch you on Twitch, or do we not have time?
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, you can. uh, You can watch us record the podcast live each week as we record those on Twitch. The Twitch channel is... Twitch.tv slash Mattopoly83. It's M-A-T-T-O-P-O-L-Y 83. And you can watch us record live just like Listener Stacy is doing, just like Get em Oliver's doing, just like JD Templar is doing, just like all of these folks who listen to us live and follow along with us on Twitch. Thank you guys for doing that, and we will see you guys very soon. But in the meantime, let me play a final clip to get us out of this nonsense final clip today is going to sound like oh hold on thank you again justin for being on the show i appreciate you being here man thank you so much for having me guys yeah, thank you taking the time to watch this uh less than great movie next time we have you on we'll make sure we pick a good one all right and our final clip is
3: yeah from the looks of things i'll have the lady come in with some more hot water
0: bye all right that's it guys thank you so much bye bye, bye.
3: <laughs>